Patel was awarded with £10,000 for his innovation, which, if implemented on a large scale, could make a massive difference in the lives of many people in the, low, in the lower socioeconomic groups. It's very early for me in the morning. Andre, very good morning to you and welcome. Morning, Elvis. Yes, it is. First and foremostly, discuss with me your innovation, the Green Tower Microgrid. What is it all about? Well, uh, firstly, um, I'm the technical director of the company EcoV that uh, manufactures Green Tower uh, in Pretoria. And uh, what's exciting is that, that we're the next generation factor 10 disruptive technology. That means that Green Tower technology um, uses only 10% of the energy required by electric boilers for water heating. Uh, we do this by harvesting and storing solar energy while conserving water. And internet-based software is used to optimize performance and also to provide useful information to our end users. Uh, and this is not done by any of our competitors. Um, and uh, what's uh, furthermore, green, green tower microgrid units provide off-grid water to up to 16 homes, uh, making it uh, more affordable um, than competing green tech products. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's also great about the technology um, is that we're able to scale Green, green Tower to uh, serve communities, hospitals, schools, and even factories um, that need prices of water at even temperatures even as high as 90 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me as if this invention tackles the water and energy issues together. It sounds like a hybrid of solo, a solar microgrid solution. Yes, yes, we call it a hybrid solar uh, microinclusion, um, and um, it, it's really important for us uh, to be able to uh, serve communities both with um, electricity and, and water, uh, and we're also moving towards a complete turnkey solution to also take care of all the sanitation needs of communities. It, it's, it's the next um, generation of utility, um, which is which is done, you know, privately. It's... Um, uh, we were able to serve communities, close communities, for instance, um, and uh, it's disruptive because um, you know it's completely legal to do that um, on, on on kind of scale that we're doing it. Now, now paint for me a picture so our, our listeners can and can can make sense out of this. What does it look like, and 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 what does it contain? Well, um, firstly, it's, um, it's it's like a super component that is built into a shipping container. Mm-hmm. Um, and we uh, we cleared that with um, a very well insulated material uh, that also makes makes it look like a, a building rather than a container. So it blends into you know architectural uh, any architectural environment, um, and uh, basically it's completely adaptable. So depending on the need of our customer, um, our simulation model will determine exactly what the configuration would look like um, to come up with our cost targets. Um, so we, we typically design for paybacks less than five years. Um, and, and really what we try to achieve is that the savings achieved by the um, product, um, in actual fact, um, will pay for the product over time. That means that it's completely affordable. Mm-hmm. So it's a microgrid that supply energy uh, or electricity to communities. Correct, um, but we we supply both energy uh, as well as water. Mm. And does it use so, less less energy to heat water? 
Yes, uh, as a fact of 10 technology, we actually only use 10% of the electricity required uh, that typical electric geysers or boilers that they don't use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, that's, and that's what's so disruptive about it. Mm. How can your invention help many South Africans living in rural areas and, and in Africa in general? Well, basically, because the, the African climate is most used for solar technology, we have twice as much solar energy as Europe, for instance. Um, that means um, the, the system size is literally half the size acquired um, than in Europe, European scenarios. So in, in parts of Africa, solar is widely accepted um, simply because the grid just can't reach um, rural areas. Uh, and, and, you know, what's fantastic for us is that we, we're getting involved in projects um, not only in South Africa, but also in um, Zambia, Tanzania, um, Kenya. We, we're really excited about the possibilities out there. Now, when we saw the story about you being a rocket scientist, we asked the question, how many rocket scientists do, do we have in South Africa? <laughs> Well, in actual fact, it's actually a sad story because, um, you know, something, if you look at what Elon Musk is doing in, in the U.S., you know, his, his SpaceX program is, is exciting people all over the world, you know, with these explorations to, to go to Mars, for instance. Well, in South Africa, we had a couple of thousand rocket scientists in 93, you know, when the program closed down. Unfortunately, today, it's just a handful. Uh, we, we do have a space agency, but it's really small. It's based at the Innovation Hub as well. Uh, and then there's, there's, you know, in, in, in Stellenbosch, the Technic Park, there's um, a small company that is um, doing microsatellites. Um, so it's, it's, it's not a major emphasis um, in the South African economy today. Mm-hmm. So, so being a rocket scientist, you, you, you can utilize your skills elsewhere like you've done with your in- invention. Yeah, I think for us, uh, and for me specifically, you know, um, it's been quite a few years, but it taught me that, you know the sky is not the limit. You know, we, we uh, as men, we can we can actually even get into space, and and so that that kind of um, passion uh, and and just confidence, you know, in in, in ability, uh, makes that that we're able to tackle. And from our side specifically, I'm really driven to to solve um, crucial problems in our country and also in Africa. Ten thousand pounds. What did you do with the money? <laughs> well, it was pretty timely because you know, as a as a as a small company, um, you know, we we always need funds to to progress our our technology. So we're doing further developments on a daily basis. But uh, mainly, it's been used to pay for our South African patent application, which has been you know in, in progress over a couple of a couple of years. Um, so um, you know, we had hoped that we could. Um, possibly do patenting in, in other countries as well. But in, in the end, South Africa and Africa is our main focus. And, and we don't you know, really believe that um, we, we need to patent the technology. It's, um, it's, we have you know, proprietary software that actually drives our solution. Um, so that's the big difference. The Green Tower microgrid, what cost factor are we looking at? Well, basically, um, uh, you know, when we're looking at a, at a payback of less than, um, uh, let's say, five years, uh, and we're saving 10%, you know, if we just do some calculations, um, you'll see that a, a typical electric boiler for a household, under 150 the boiler would, would use about 300 kilowatt hours um, a month. Uh, without technology, we would only be using 10% of that, which is uh, 30 kilowatt hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, that boils down to you know, 
typically like one or two kilowatt hours a day. Um, and, and so from affordability point of view, if we look at the total cost, um, it's a very small fraction um, to take homes um, in excess of 65% off-grid, uh, and that's really our, our aim. Uh, and we do that, um, you know, basically for less than, uh, for instance, existing uh, high-pressure solar geysers, um, which, which typically cost around 30,000 rand mm-hmm. just for heating. We, we're able to apply, provide hot water, fresh water, as well as um, electricity to homes. Yeah. Now, the entries are open for the fourth edition of this competition. Uh, they close in a week's time, we believe, on Monday, the 24th of July. How valuable do you think is this type of process uh, and, and competition for South Africans that want to innovate? Well, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity to to build skills because part of the program for the uh, – we were 16 uh, finalists, or semi-finalists, if you want to call it that um, – that had opportunity for a six-month program um, for the the actual awards um, in May. Um, it helps you to literally grow your startup and your business, uh, but mainly to also expand your network. So, you know, our, our company has already benefited, benefited from from the networking, uh, and we're currently collaborating with alumni from the Royal Academy. Um, and I'll, I've been invited to to go back in September. Um, to a conference, which is Frontiers in Engineering. So it, it just opens so many doors. And I think that's, um, and it also provides validation for what you're busy doing, you know, for external parties to look at, at your concepts and, and your product solutions um, and, and, and give you positive feedback in terms of what you're doing. Now, science uh, and mathematics are very important, but currently the education department uh, is starting a process of consultation on a proposed amendment to see maths removed as a compulsory passing requirement from grade one to nine. What do you think this impact will have on children uh, in the field of innovation? Well, you know, unfortunately, innovation uh, is more than just an idea. You you obviously need skills to make your idea work. Um, and, And so, you know, for us, um, as South Africa, that'll be a sad day. At, at this moment, we've got the most engineers in Africa, uh, you know, per capita, um, and, and we need we need to be frontrunners. Um, you know, I would I would rather urge, um, you know, the department to put together a scheme and, and some projects where where we can have um, our young people get involved in technology and. Uh, really build their confidence and, and enthusiasm and then, you know, develop a passion. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, with, with passion you can persevere. And that's really the secret. So, you know, I think it's definitely, it's, uh, we all agree it's the wrong approach. It's like throwing in the towel, you know. Now, Andre, if people want to know more about the Green Tower Microgrid, where can they get information? Oh, thanks, obviously. You know, we're actually um, quite um, well covered in media. So Green Tower, it's one word. Green Tower can be Google them. I, um, you can Google me, and you can also look at our website. It's uh, eco eco v eco v dot co dot za. And thank you very much for the opportunity. Well, Andre, thank you so much, and uh, all the best of luck with uh, the um, Green Tower Microgrid. That was a former South African rocket scientist. Can you believe it?